right, guys, welcome to the final episode of the wholeness series on the podcast. It has been incredible. This is the first series I've ever done on here, and so it has just been really, really cool, and I've had a great time. Um, and so this is the one I've kind of been looking forward to the most um, because every time I ask you guys what you want to see, what you want to hear on the podcast, uh, the number one response is tips on mental health or your struggle with mental health or um, just anything surrounding those topics. And so I figured in a wholeness series, that is the perfect thing to talk about. So uh, to wrap up this series, I figured I would just kind of share some of my experiences in this realm, um, share just some of my thoughts, my tips, not that I really... Um, know how to solve the problems of it themselves, Uh, but I have been through a lot in these areas, and so I can definitely share just some of the things I've gone through, some of the things that have helped me, um, and how I grew from it, really, um, and how my relationship with God really grew from it. So let's get right into it. So uh, 2021 as a whole was my year of figuring out uh, how to heal from a lot of mental health issues and how to deal with past trauma and how to deal with past things that I had avoided for a super long time um, and and really learn how to not just run away from deep emotions or run away from anxiety, but how to manage it and how to live with it and how to get help for it and how to grow in my relationship with God even through those struggles. And so the first thing I would say is realizing that every single person is going to struggle with these emotions from time to time, but there are some people who struggle with it more. For me, anxiety has been a part of my life since before I can remember. Um, I've never known myself without feeling stressed about something or worried about something or overthinking something or staying up late because I couldn't get something off my mind. That was just a normal part of my life. I actually didn't know that that wasn't normal. Um, And... Yeah, so I really, really struggled with anxiety, Um, and 2021, it kind of just came to a complete head, and I was like, okay, I need to really manage this and figure out how to uh, do better with this area, and so I really feel like the subject of mental health is, it's talked about a lot now, um, but in Christian circles, I don't think it's talked about accurately, and I don't think it is discussed to the level that it should be, because it's always kind of like pray more. Um, do better, you'll be fine, you're faking it, or, or just something along those lines. Um, and that's not true. Uh, your brain is an organ that functions just like your other organs do. It has parts of it that need healing. Your brain is the most important organ of your whole body, um, and it's going to have issues sometimes, and anxiety is uh, a direct brain issue. There are certain hormones in your brain that create certain things. And so when we're struggling with certain things, um, there is really a level of health you have to look at in your own brain and in your own body to figure out and manage these issues. So anxiety, depression, um, all of these things, they may not be a a disorder, uh, but there may be something out of balance in your lifestyle, in your body that you need to get back into line. And so um, I think that these emotional issues have kind of just been pushed under the rug as like, okay, well, you know, Jesus healed me from this, so I'm not going to struggle with this anymore. And yes, of course, God can heal you from every single mental issue, every single physical issue, of course. But sometimes you're still going to have those emotions and you're going to have those things. Um, and sometimes you won't be fully healed from those things. And, th- and not that he couldn't, um, but I really believe that you're going to learn how to be stronger in your relationship with God as you walk through these things. And, and it's also important to recognize that 
anxiety just as much as it can be a disorder or something that you're struggling with. It can also just be a normal human emotion. Um, And so keep that in mind also that just because maybe you're doing better or uh, you've seen a therapist or, or you've gone through a lot of things and you're doing a lot better. It doesn't mean you're never going to feel anxiety ever again because um, it's a nor- just like sadness and anger and all the other things are normal feelings to feel. So is anxiety. And so are sometimes those like lazy feelings of depression or things like that. So I just want to make sure that um, that you know that sometimes those are normal emotions too. Um, but when it does get extreme, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I just have some thoughts and some tips and just some of the things that I've gone through. Um, And really the whole point of this podcast is just to talk through my thoughts on some things. Uh, Not that I really have the answers at all, but just to kind of share my own experiences. So, wow, where do I want to start? Um, Like I said before, anxiety, actually, let's start here. If you have not listened to the very first episode of the podcast, I would go there because it describes my entire childhood and just the things that I went through and the trauma that I experienced pretty much from zero to 18. Uh, And in this episode, I'll really talk about 18 to now and how I've managed healing from all of those things. So if you want some more in-depth look into what I had to heal from this past year, that's the perfect place to go. But anyway, I really struggled with anxiety, mostly because my childhood was so uh, lacking security. Um, And it really was, it was was a hard, um, I was dealt some hard and difficult cards, just like a lot of us probably were. And yeah, I kind of just became the strong one. I became, you know, I need to run from these deep emotions and all of that stuff. And it really just harmed me more in the end. Uh, because I kept running from this anxiety that I knew I had, um, and I really needed to get help for it. I had been to several counselors uh, in high school, and nothing seemed to help. I was just kind of, I never could like break down that wall of like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to get help for this. I also just thought what I was feeling was normal. I thought overthinking for hours on end and it disrupting your normal life where you feel like you have to overthink everything you do and say, I thought it was genuinely normal because I never experienced anything other than that. And so uh, I, I really didn't draw too much attention to it. Nobody really knew that that was happening, um, that I was losing sleep. I mean, there was just so many things that were going on that now I know were not normal. But back then I was just kind of like, okay, you know, this is just life. Um, and sometimes it is, but there are things you can do to get help for that. And so I kind of, where do I even begin? Um, (laughs) I, I was working a lot last year. Um, sometimes I worked upwards of like 50, 60 hours a week, uh, because of the job that I was in. And I do not operate well in that extreme, um, work mentality. Uh, I, I'm super creative. I really need a creative outlet. And because I was working so much, I did not have a creative outlet and just so many other areas of my life became out of balance. And I really needed to fix that, but I didn't know how to, and I didn't know, I was trying to find security. And so I found it in my job and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And there were just, there were so many other things going on at the same time. Um, just an unhealthy work environment and a lot of other things that were happening. And Just to cut the long story short, um, I started really struggling. I don't think I ever hit um, such an extreme low in my mental health until 2021, where I just, um, getting out of bed was very hard for me, uh, and admitting anything about me struggling was, I I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't speak Um, often. I was struggling in just 
pretty much every area. I was not sleeping. And when I was sleeping, I would rather be sleeping. Um, I, to say the least, um, was not well at all. And I did a fantastic job of making it seem like I was totally fine because honestly, not because I was trying to be fake, but I honestly just, I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how to fix it. And I didn't want people to be worried about me, but I was super concerned about myself. And I had extreme intrusive thoughts and even my closest friends were like, I have no idea what's going on with you. You have to start opening up and telling us what's going on. And so I did. Um, I was, I, I became very open. I became very vulnerable and I shared with people, you know, what was going on. The extreme anxiety I was experiencing every single day uh, was, was, it was very intense. And I, I legitimately could not get through a single conversation with someone, um, probably about 10 minutes into a conversation without feeling like I needed to sit and overthink everything I was saying. And it was on just like this loop in my head and it, it wouldn't go away. And it was very distressing. Like I had no control over it. it. It had never gotten that bad. I had always experienced that. But at this point, this was probably August, September of last year, started really just not being able to function um, in normal life. And it was very distressing because I'm a very like put to, like I, I'm organized and I like to get stuff done, but I felt like I couldn't get anything done. Um, and then on top of that was working a lot of hours and I was in ministry. So I always kind of had to have this like face on of like helping other people, but I almost had like nothing to give. And I was spending time with God every day and I was filling myself up and God was filling me. And, uh, and I prayed constantly and, and these things would not go away. Uh, so if you've been in that same place, prayer will always help you always, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you shouldn't be feeling these anxious feelings because you're not praying enough or you're not doing enough. You are not a bad Christian. If you've been feeling these things, um, I've been a believer my entire life and I've also struggled with anxiety my entire life. Those things can coexist. Um, and if you've been told otherwise, uh, that's wrong. Uh, and it is all over the Bible. People who have struggled with anxiety, people who have struggled with depression, people who have struggled with suicidal thoughts. Um, in the Old Testament especially, you can see these things, um, but even in the New Testament. And so as a Christian, you are not going to... Um, sometimes God will... I, I believe God has healed people from mental illness. Absolutely. Um, but sometimes he won't. And sometimes you're going to continue to struggle with these things. And so I started getting help for it, like legitimate help for it. I went to a trauma counselor in August. I started going in August and that started really helping me, um, uh, really just talking through a lot of things that I didn't realize had completely disrupted my view of love and security, uh, just so many other things. And so when I started explaining these things to my counselor, just things I was going through and things that, um, like dreams and just like so many, I, I, like even in my sleep, I couldn't be peaceful because I would have like nightmares about all the things I'd been through or like just stay up overthinking things or even just like normal day-to-day -day activities became difficult for me because I would overthink them. Like it was so strange. It was like everything was on this loop in my head. And we ended up figuring out, um, I had blood work done and I had, a, I just went through a lot of different things, um, figuring out that I had complex PTSD, um, which I, I figured honestly, um, I had pretty much self-diagnosed myself with that at that point because the symptoms had become so severe that I was able to like, look at the list of, of thing, of side effects of this thing, um, and look at like, I have that and that and that and that and that, um, not that I'm suggesting uh, to go self-diagnose yourself. I'm just telling you what I went through this past year. And um, complex PTSD is basically 
there's so much trauma that your brain has stored that it is difficult for you to feel safe in normal life because you feel like those things are going to happen again. And so having intimate relationships was very scary for me. Um, And so many other things were very scary for me. And uh, I would just be like in a normal setting and I would have an anxiety attack because I felt uh, threatened by something. Um, And sometimes I wouldn't even be able to identify what that thing was that scared me. Um, And so from complex PTSD, my brain started to develop OCD and generalized anxiety disorder. Um, And that's where the repetitive thoughts kept coming from was the OCD part. Um, If you know anything about OCD, um, it's obsessive compulsive disorder. And basically it's where um, a lot of people experience OCD and like having to repeat actions or repeat um, like I never experienced that. So when she told me like I had symptoms of that, I was like, no way. Like I don't have the like, I don't feel like I have to repeat certain actions. I've never had that those issues. But where the compulsions come from is my brain. Um, I would repeat thoughts and like repeat certain things I had done throughout the day, like constantly, like it never went away. I was always on this like loop and it was like my entire life like that. So I just thought that was normal, but it's not. Um, And so I got a lot of help for those things. Um, I went to a psychiatrist. Um, I actually went on medication for it. Um, because I'm, I'm pretty open about it. I don't really care who knows. Um, it's the same thing as if I had diabetes and my pancreas needed a a medication to help it level the hormones that it needs to operate in my body normally. That's what your brain is doing. And so I just want you to feel like you're not crazy and your brain is an organ that sometimes needs medical help or medication or counseling or all of those things. I think those things are so healthy And, um, whatever route you choose in that, if you really do struggle with these things, it's part of life and you shouldn't feel condemned or ashamed or scared to talk about these things. Um, and, and yeah, so I just want you to feel good about like the choices that you make about your mental health and all that stuff. So I'm just going to throw that out there, get the help you need. It is very important that you are whole in your mental health because it really does affect your spiritual walk. And so, um, so yeah, so I just want to share that with you, uh, that you, you don't need to feel alone in these situations. And there are so many people who are afraid to talk about it, but that have been in the same position as you. There are so many Christians, especially, um, who have gone on medication or have, you know, tried to level out their hormones in a natural way, which I've done I've done like natural supplements as well. Like certain vitamins are super healthy and really, really help you with anxiety. Um, what's one, I think it's vitamin, vitamin B12 and like certain things like normal supplements you can get like CVS or Walgreens. Like there really are natural supplements that you need to, or medication that you need to level out the certain parts of your brain. And because of the trauma, all of my stuff stemmed from trauma. It wasn't like a, um, something I'd been born with, but, um, the, the severe trauma, the complexity of the PTSD I was dealing with, there was no way of leveling out the hormones without actually getting, um, like a medical diagnosis and really working through all of those things. And so, um, so yeah, so those were the things that I was going through last year and towards like December, January of this year, I started feeling a lot better. Um, now I really feel so whole in my mental health. I feel balanced. I feel peaceful. And yes, of course, sometimes there's those moments of feeling stressed or anxious, but it is not every single day. It is not every single second like it was before. Um, and I feel so good. I feel so like myself. I feel exactly 
like where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be, it is the most incredible feeling. And it, that doesn't, again, that does not mean that those feelings don't come every once in a while, but it is nothing like it was before. And so I just want to give you some hope that I went through my entire life feeling these things, but especially last year, just feeling like, honestly feeling like there was no hope. Like I was at my end, um, and I did not know how to keep going. Um, and that's just the surface of what I was feeling. Um, and so you're not alone and it does not mean that you, uh, are failing in your relationship with God. It does not mean you're not praying enough. Now, if you aren't spending time with God and you're not praying and your spiritual life is out of balance, I would start there. Um, I would really, you know, heighten your prayer life, talk to God more, um, read your Bible more, obviously every single day, um, and really see what that does for you too. But if on top of that, you're still struggling with these areas, you need to talk to someone. Um, you need to figure out what to do for your mental health. Um, cause it is important. It is just as important as your physical health. And so, yeah, I'm going to leave that there, but I have written out just some thoughts and some tips that I am going to share with you. I wanted to share this scripture with you. It is Ecclesiastes 3, 3, and 3 through 4. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. I'm sure we've all heard those scriptures. Um, but I just want to remind you that these emotions, if you continue to run from them, you're going to lack authenticity with God because um, even in the Bible, Jesus weeps. And so deep emotions have to be felt to continue to be um, authentically who you're supposed to be and being genuine in your relationship with God and with others. And so, um, I'm currently writing a book and I've talked about this a little bit, but I want to read to you just a little snippet from it. Um, where really the entire book is talking about this past year and everything I went through with anxiety specifically. And this is just a little snippet of, um, my thoughts on authenticity and feeling deeply, um, and how it does really affect your relationship with God in a positive way if you let it. But it says, if you do not allow yourself to break down, there will not be any building up. If you don't allow yourself to weep, laughing will not be as sweet. If you don't allow yourself to mourn, you will miss the point of dancing. I always wanted to relate to King David until I actually dived into the Psalms and realized the intense pain that ma that poor man endured. And then I slowly found out all of us have to face those waves of feelings. Some of us avoid it and in turn lack the authenticity of this life, pain and all. And for those of us who choose to embrace it, we get to join in the melody of Jesus, a genuine heart-wrenching slow dance of grief and delight simultaneously. And that's a big thought, but basically all to say, um, your joy in the Lord does not cease as you're struggling with anxiety, um, but actually it becomes more sweet because as you walk through um, depression or anxiety or whatever you're dealing with, um, maybe you don't struggle with mental health, maybe equate this to your physical health um, or things that you're struggling with financially. I mean, this this is for everyone, not just people who are struggling with their mental health, but um, Jesus didn't run from difficult emotions. He went to the cross. That was that was the most difficult thing a human could do. Um, and if you continue to run from these feelings or things that you're feeling uh, deeply or anxiety just because you you don't want to seem like you're struggling or you've always been the strong one or for whatever reason, you are going to lack authenticity uh, in your relationship with God and with others. And you're not going to really be yourself. And so I just want to encourage you that um, if there are people or the enemy is trying to condemn you um, of things that you're struggling with, that that's not the truth. Um, God welcomes those feelings and wants to um, heal you and walk with you and show you how to be strong and become your strength in these things. And so um, I have written out just some thoughts that I have accumulated over the time um, of thinking about this podcast and just uh, things that have helped me. So First one is being honest about where you are is the only way you will ever heal. And I said that before, but you have to um, open up about it. 
uh, you're a person, you're going to feel things and you should be expected to feel things, but obviously open up to people who love you and care about you. Like I said before, don't allow the enemy or people to condemn you for the way you're feeling. Your feelings are valid, that they are happening. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just like the what I just said before, being honest is where authenticity starts. And so if you want to feel whole and feel like yourself and feel and, and walk into the calling that God has for you and walk into a beautiful relationship with God and have a healthy and whole family one day, you're going to have to be honest. Um, and it, it took a long time for me, but I encourage you, do it. Um, it will change your life. And so just being honest is the very first step in all of this stuff. Speak up in any way you're able to, writing, talking with a friend, a counselor, like I said before. Um, but even it, the next part is find a creative outlet. Um, creative outlets are the best way that you can express yourself when you're not able to verbalize what's going on. And so I don't know what that would be, you know, creating videos, painting, writing, all of those things. Um, find a way you can express your emotions to yourself, uh, but also express them to God and express them to others. And this one's really important. Don't rush yourself. This is where you will become yourself. It is in the most broken moments that God shapes who we are. If I did not go through everything I did this past year, I would not be who I am. Um, as much as it was horrible, and that's just like a complete understatement, um, I, I am glad in, in a way that it did happen because I don't think I would be as whole as I am now. And so don't rush it. Um, sit with God in this. You're not alone. Um, hold, hold the maker's hand as you walk through this. Um, he knows that this is happening and he wants to be with you in it. And this is where, like if I had in a marriage, if you just have a superficial relationship where everything is happy, uh, you're never going to be close and intimate with that person. And so take advantage of this opportunity to be close and intimate and authentic with God, where you can have a genuine relationship with him, where you share the struggles and you share the hurt and you share the pain and you become his and you become his daughter or his son. It is so important. It is so important. Um, that you don't rush these moments with him because this is where he wants to, to come in and be the lover of your soul. And so let him. Um, and like I said before, um, getting in your word every day really is the first step. Please make sure that you are doing that in all of this. Yeah, that's just so important. Uh, I, I harp on that all the time, so I'm not going to sit here and continue to talk about it, but please do it. Um, if you've known me for a day, you know I know it's important and you know that uh, the word says it, so do it. Um, <laughs> and uh, counseling is my greatest encouragement. Don't do what I did and avoid it for years. Just go. Just talk through things. If it doesn't help you, then stop going. But I promise you, give it five sessions and it will help you. It will be helpful to you. Um, even if you don't have some extreme trauma, I think it will be very helpful for you just to talk about normal, get a third party that's not your family that can talk through these things with you, not because you have some disorder, um, maybe you do, but if you don't, it's still helpful. These two things are super important. Start dreaming and start looking forward to things. If you don't have things you're looking forward to, then you're not going to have the motivation to really heal. Um, even if it's like starting a family one day, start dreaming about that. Start coming up with the baby names, even if it's like far, far away. Um, like what I started doing was like, I was really struggling with what I wanted to do if I wanted to stay in the job position that I was in or, or stop so that I could do this full time. And I just love what I'm doing on this. And I was like, you know what, even though it's going to be hard to step down, I need to just do it. Um, I need to, to start dreaming about what I want this to look like. 
spark passion in everything I'm doing creatively. So I started really looking forward to um, just the things I'd, I'd get to do. I wanted to start doing pop-up shops again um, with like the stickers I make, which I used to do in the past all the time. And so I started thinking of, of just fun things that I wanted to start doing, like creating and doing the podcast and all the stuff that I knew once I started feeling better, I could start doing these things again. And so I started dreaming and coming up with things to look forward to. I planned a trip um, and, and that's happening in a month and I'm so excited. And, um, there were just things that I started looking forward to because yes, you're going to be feeling so deeply and there's going to be such hard things. And that, that is life. There are so many hard things that go on when it becomes difficult to enjoy normal life, start dreaming about what you want life to look like or, um, whatever, however that relates to you. Um, that really helped me (laughs) start talking to God about your dreams But yeah, those are all the things that I really just wanted to share with you. Not that that's going to be some groundbreaking, like, oh, my mental health is solved. That's not the point of this. But I really just don't, I don't want you to feel alone. Um, I felt so alone and uh, it was so hard. And this was recent. And I just, I, I, I have such a heart for you. Like, I just know that the people that are listening to this have struggled so deeply with things um, and they're afraid to talk about it or they feel crazy because they started medicine or they feel crazy because they went to a counselor, but they don't understand why because they've been in their word every day. I'm with you and so many people are with you and um, maybe you were born with this issue or maybe, you know, you have trauma like I did and just really need to work through things to be a healthy and whole person. You are not alone. Um, And I feel so deeply about this because I just care about you so much. And it's like, these issues are not foreign. Like we've, we all have brains that have deficiencies, just like how we have to take vitamins every day because our body doesn't have enough vitamin D sometimes. Your mental health matters and it matters just as much as your physical and your spiritual health. And so I'm not going to keep rambling. I just am very passionate about this because I, I don't just view this as me talking to a screen and me talking to, uh, to you in your car as you drive to work or, or however you are listening to this. Um, I really view this as there are people with real hearts and real lives that are listening to this that, that needed to hear this, um, that, that God is, is giving you this right in the most timely manner. Um, and I just, I care about you so deeply. And um, this page is not just, you know, oh, yay, I have a new follower. It really is. That's another person that gets to experience who God is potentially um, or or get in their word maybe for the first time or get back into it after a really long time. It really, like, this is just, like, my heartbeat. Like, um, I am so passionate about this and um, just getting you... as close to God as I possibly can. Um, not that I have all the answers, but just showing you through my walk and the difficult things that I've faced that God has given me a platform to share with you of just telling you that you are not alone. Um, and yeah, I just love you a lot. (laughs) Um, and I don't even know you and you don't really know me, but I just, um, I'm passionate about your walk with Jesus and your, your health as a, as a human being. And I hope that this was encouraging to you that you're, you're not crazy and um, your feelings are so valid and you are not alone and God has a purpose for your life. So please don't give up. Um, And uh, I just, I don't know. I love you a lot. And, and yeah, that's, that's really all I've got. Um, If you have ideas for what you would like to see because this series is over. So I got to come up with a new series or just a new um, thing that I want to share on here. And I'm going to keep doing this and I love it. 
And uh, if you've not checked out Patreon, that is how I'm supported as a full-time creator. So um, if you go to patreon.com slash sparkpassion, um, all of my information is on there. If you want to join that, there's tons of extra benefits and extra content that you'll get for being a part of that. I also have a TikTok and a YouTube account and Instagram is the main one, spark.passion, if you want to be a part of this family a little bit more. But yeah, I just love you a lot and I'm very thankful that you exist. Um, and I mean that not just because, you know, you're listening to this. I, I don't even know you, but you matter. You matter to me. You matter to God. You matter to so many people. Um, and so, yeah, I love you so much and I will see you in two weeks for the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.